If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, good afternoon and welcome. Here we go Thursday. Uh, everything seems like it's in order and tickety-boo. <laughs> oh, there was this warning to not come downtown or at least to watch yourself when you're coming downtown. There's a police presence and uh, around the CN Tower, York Regional Police are up there at Canada's Wonderland. Yet they wouldn't say exactly what this was all about. You know, I hate that. It's almost like treating us as our parents did when we were kids. They start spelling in front of you. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. So, But I don't know. Maybe the public's better served because uh, we don't know the details of what's going on with our intelligence forces and the authorities. Because this was an increased police presence around... Uh, Areas where people mill about. And uh, so they decided that this was, I guess, the uh, acting on, what did they say it was now? An unconfirmed, uncorroborated, unspecified tip. A lot of uns in there. And uh, as a result, I guess, you know, uh, we got the heads up. As vague as it was. But uh, the superintendent in charge, Mike Barsky says that since the spring, there's indeed been an improved police presence overall in the area. Um, We've worked consistently with our partners in this area, as well as our policing partners, to keep ourselves informed on what is happening. And uh, as a result of the information received, we have uh, increased the footprint here, specifically for public safety. Every one of the venues along this area is open for business. Later this evening, you'll have the uh, Foo Fighters concert at the Rogers Centre, which will be up and operational just as it is planned to be. And again, the police presence in this area is simply there to ensure that the public can enjoy and come down to this area uh, unimpeded and uh, without any worry. All right. Well, okay. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, uh, if you're drifting in from parts unknown or, you know, the suburbs or something like that, who knows? I mean, this is the problem. And uh, we don't have specifics, although there have been reports and Global News got their hands on a memo that suggested that uh, the police were planning to utilize heavy vehicles to protect the area surrounding the CN Tower. And uh, you heard Danny Longo mentioning, I guess, that uh, people there at a rental truck operation were also notified. What about people who might uh, make purchases of large amounts of fertilizer and diesel fuel? Can we get a, a handle on that as well? Jeez. I mean, such are the times in which we live. But I guess, you know, this is the way that the police decide they're going to handle it. Uh, I don't know that they can actually be forthcoming with more detail than that because it creates a very nervous populace. But by the same token, is ignorance really bliss? So, you know, we're sort of betwixt and between as to what this is all about. Now, if they had not said anything at all and we languish in ignorance... But you see a whole lot of cops around. Suddenly you think, what's happening? Is there a police state? I mean, I know Doug Ford's taken over. He's six days in. But my God, (laughs) all this now? Uh, So this is what, has Donald Trump decided he's going to invade? Has he made some overtures to that effect? Again, Mike Varsky, you know, his response to allegations that the tweet by police, that there's something going on or something in play, uh, his response that this was considered by some to be irresponsible. I'm not going to speculate on how people interpret the message. 
What I will say is we are still encouraging people to come down and enjoy the various venues uh, throughout the city. Okay. <laughs> I know. It's almost oxymoronic, isn't it? I mean, come on down. What the hell? Yeah, we've heightened police presence because we've got some unspecified, uh, uncorroborated, unconfirmed tip. But other than that... Come on down. However, no reason to worry. No, yeah, nothing to be alarmed about, kids. Nothing to see here. Nothing uh, more troubling, yeah, than yeah. nothing to see here. Move along. Bring the family. Be a good time for a school trip. Uh, that kind of thing. Okay, well, we'll have to wait and see if there's more detail, but this is something I'm guessing that the authorities deal with on a continuous basis, and sometimes, depending on the nature of what is being, I guess, tipped, they... Uh, they have to respond that way. Look, after the carnage of that van attack along Young Street a couple of months back, I don't blame them. But it's just how they massage it. Eh? It's maybe a a study in not being too alarmist and yet wanting to show that they still have the matter in hand. And maybe it shows as an, as an example of how the you know the forces can be deployed uh, in short matter of time and um, as maybe a deterrent for for future pranksters or future well whatever I mean pranksters know. I mean you don't want to encourage that anybody pulling that kind of a thing is a prank uh, we got to snuff that out but your point is well taken it shows that uh, there's a readiness there and a response team. And it may be a deterrent. And and reassuring, I would hope, and maybe that was why they came out and said, hey, we're, you know, doing this because, and so everybody can maybe feel that sense of security. Well, I'd like to know where the tip came from, because here's the thing. People with uh, malice and forethought and ill intent don't tend to call in in advance to say, guess what, uh, something heavy is about to go down. I mean, I get where some of the school shooters in America have intimated that. It's almost like a cry for help, you know, and uh, they telegraph it maybe on Facebook posting, social media and otherwise. But usually if there's a, a real serious thing going on with, the you know, mass casualties and whatever, you would probably think the, the person wouldn't call it in first. That's just my guess. But again, you know, this is uh, we're up in the air. It's all vague. It's very ambiguous as to what this was all about until we get detail. We're just going on certain, uh, well, reports in the media and uh, a memo, an internal memo that came to the attention of Global News. We're on uh, Wednesday, July 11th. The Toronto Police Service received credible information regarding a potential vehicle ramming attack in the area of the CN Tower on Thursday, July 12th what it says here this is the memo in response to this the tps will put an enhanced security plan in place utilizing heavy vehicles to protect the area surrounding the cn tower specialized support units such as the emergency task force and chemical biological radiological nuclear and explosives the cbrne as we like to call them will deploy to the area the Major Incident Command Center will also be activated to oversee this and other events taking place in the city. Wow, that's almost like a, an invasion from... Not alarming at all. No, well, this is why this wasn't really uh, given forward as public for public consumption, but uh, folks at Global News got their hands on it, and this is why I'm reading it to you now. So that accounts for the police presence, but uh, as the man said... Come on down. We encourage everybody to come down and enjoy all the venues that they would normally enjoy. So don't be alarmed, but here's the memo. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, act accordingly. That's all I can say.
What other announcements were uh, made earlier today? Oh, we had a throne speech. Did you hear about this? We had a speech from the throne. And this was read by the Lieutenant Governor, Ms. Dowdswell. And uh, it's titled, A Government for the People. The new administration is going to convene a commission of inquiry to the previous liberal government spending practices. That was one of the announcements. I like this one, too, because uh, apart from the sex ed curriculum stuff that came out, and we'll address a little later in the program, we've got our panel standing by in just over an hour, topics worthy of discussion, because apparently the NDP members were disgusted by what was announced formally, even though the word came out yesterday, but uh, today when it was formalized, they're all upset. And this is, of course, the contentious issue surrounding uh, whether there was uh, enough parental consultation, the age appropriateness of some of the things being discussed. On the other side, uh, you've got now the teachers unions who are saying they're dismayed or disgusted too, I guess, whatever word you want to use, that this is being nixed because they believe it's appropriate for the kids. Uh, It also offers more support and protection to students, uh, LGBTQ, etc. students. So we'll pick up on that a little later. We, uh, did go through it yesterday. I guess I'm interested in this other highlight from the throne speech that says the conservatives will free police from, quote, onerous restrictions that treat those in uniform as subjects of suspicion and scorn and end unaffordable green energy contracts. Uh, well, that's all right. That green energy stuff, I'm going to talk about this with Tom Adams. He's an independent energy and environmental advisor at the bottom of the hour. But right now, I just wanted to open the lines because when they're talking about this, in fact, it seems to me like that's code for something akin to carding. Now, uh, Police Chief Saunders, he had some things to say on this new violence or anti-gun, anti-violence approach with uh, the mayor. They're going to put up $15 million more million, I guess, pour that into communities for community support. Sue Ann is going to be here, Sue Ann Levy from The Sun, in uh, about 30 minutes' time. And the, her initial take on this is just more of the same old, same old. David Miller tried this in 2005. And here we are 13 years later, so where did it get us? Uh, so she's kind of derisive of this. But anyway, uh, Saunders had to say that the people in these troubled communion, communities need a reliable way to communicate with the police. No mother wants to have their babies in a playground where shots are being fired. They want to help, but they're genuinely scared because right now the mechanisms when it comes to street gang violence really isn't as strong as it should be. There needs to be a more firmer understanding collectively so that we can work on this together. Because if you just leave it to us to come in and apprehend, and I've always said this, that person's coming back out, maybe five years, maybe 10 years, but the person's still coming back out, number one. But number two, the rest of the teammates are still there anyway. Right. He said mechanisms. That's the kind of interesting police jargon. I'd like to drill down on and find out what the Dickens does that mean. Now, he did go on to say uh, he thinks carding has left an intelligence vacuum that needs to be filled by something else. Right now we're in a time where the debate between uh, privacy versus security, that pendulum swinging, and privacy is overriding everything, and rightfully so. We want to live in a democratic country. But I, I, I do believe there are opportunities for law enforcement to share information, remove some of the barriers when it comes to the intelligence sharing. All right, so my question, and we'll open the lines in this, Since it was intimated in the throne speech, uh, freeing police from onerous restrictions that treat those in uniform as subjects of suspicion and scorn. It's suggesting that activists have carried the narrative and that the police have uh, had to stand down. 
on carding. The Tavis unit was uh, also dismantled, and that's the one that dealt with gangs and guns. And so uh, it may just be that Doug Ford is adamant uh, he's going to allow for carding again with city police forces. And I guess because the city is really the construct of the province, and uh, he would have a say on that matter. Do you believe that that's a good idea? Are they headed in the right direction? A resumption of Tavis. This is the Toronto Anti-Violence Intervention Strategy and ran for about 11 years from 06 to 2017. But the caveat there was apparently uh, when the numbers were crunched, it showed an an inordinate rate of black people being stopped and checked for identification. So these are the kinds of things that will rear their heads again. Now, uh, as we discussed yesterday with the sex ed curriculum in some cases, and perhaps this is why they're considered conservatives, because it's kind of a back to the future, the time honored or time tested things that they believe work uh, and uh, do have merit. And so wanted to reclaim that, that as an initiative. And I don't know if this fits under the rubric of mechanisms that the chief was talking about, but let's just open the lines and see how you feel about it. If going back to that kind of uh, protocol or uh, a regimen is appropriate, yes or no, 870-6400. We'll take some calls in this, then we'll get to Tom Adams, because we know yesterday where the premier sent, effectively, uh, they're calling it a retirement the CEO of Hydro One and the board. Uh, and this is where I think maybe the premier's been at pains to uh, describe how this would help ratepayers. but we're going to cover it all with Tom Adams when uh, we drill down on the hydro file at the bottom of the hour and then Sue Ann Levy. But right now I want your thoughts on whether a return to things like Carding and Tavis would be appropriate. Would you support that? Yes or no? 870-6400. Star 640 on 7.